Warning, the following recordings are vocal in nature. This is Sound Tales. Sound Tales is stories, songs, and sounds made 100% by the human voice. Dear listeners, we now tune in and open our ears to find Billy introducing his family to a new friend named Sachi. This is Sound Tales, The Journey Home, Part 2. The story begins now. We're home. Welcome home, home, Billy. Billy. I hope you're hungry, Billy. And it looks like you've brought a friend. Ma, Pa, this is Sachihiro. But most frogs call him Sachi. Sachi, well, it's wonderful to have you, Sachi. Welcome to our little spot on the pond. I made fly kebabs, bogberry soup, and lakeweed salad with algae dressing. Come on over here and let's eat. Sachi had never tasted anything like the food that Billy's parents prepared that night. The fly kebabs were delicious, crispy, and coated in something slimy. Bogberry was a brand new, exciting flavor, and its sour sweetness burst all across Sachi's mouth. Sachi, you're crying. Is the food that bad? No. It's all so delicious. I was lost in the flavors when I suddenly thought of my family. I wonder if they have any food to eat. I wonder where they are right now. What happened, honey? Why aren't you with your family? I was somehow carried here to this pond from my home in the rainforest. It was a great storm that carried me in its winds. All I remember is waking up, and now I am here, wherever here is. I'm sorry, Sachi, but there is one frog on the pond who might be able to help you. We all call him Old Frog because he's the oldest frog around. And happens to know all about what's beyond this pond. Beyond this pond? Beyond this pond, Sachi. Beyond this pond. What lies beyond the pond? What lies beyond the pond? What lies beyond? What lies beyond? What lies beyond the pond? What lies beyond the pond? What lies beyond? What lies beyond? If you seek something out there, 
Outside, beyond the pond You best prepare, you best beware Outside, beyond the pond If it's knowledge that you seek To only one frog should you speak If you seek something out there Out there, beyond the pond Old frog knows what goes on there Outside, beyond the pond But you must bring some gifts to share Outside, beyond the pond Then he'll draw you up a map To avoid those scary traps If you seek something out there Out there, beyond the pond Maybe Old Frog can draw a map for me. Maybe he can show me the way home. Sachi, I'll take you to Old Frog's cave as soon as the sun comes up. But for now, I think it's best we sleep here for the night. It's getting dark out. (laughs) I agree. The next morning... Billy and Sachi slid into the still waters of the pond just before dawn. There was a faint glow in the eastern sky, but the forest surrounding the pond was still dark. It was between night and day. Billy knew the pond well and navigated with ease. At times, the two frogs would silently crawl out of the water at the pond's edge and crouch for cover in the tall reeds. Sachi watched Billy in the silence, breathing in and out slowly, his nostrils flaring slightly with each breath. The hunters are out, even at dawn, when it want to become anyone's breakfast. Without warning, Billy would be back in the water, and Sachi quickly followed. The sky was pink by the time Billy and Sachi reached the far northern end of the pond. Here the ground was rocky and very few trees could be seen. Now at the top of this hill is a cave, and inside lives an old frog. His name is, well, we all call him Old Frog. He knows what is beyond our pond, and he might even help us. Might? Yeah, might. And might not. The old frog, he, he doesn't work for free. Billy scanned the skies for a moment and slowly dragged his large body onto the shore. Let's go meet Old Frog. As they climbed the steep hill, Billy and Sachi thought they heard a low, muffled thump coming from the cave. As they approached the cave entrance, the thump grew into a bump. Shadows cast by a fire danced at the edge of the darkness. And then, without warning, the drumming stopped. One of you is from this pond. The other is from far beyond. Enter then, my humble cave. But please make sure your hearts are brave. 
Billy and Sachi looked at each other with wide eyes. What did the old frog mean by the words, Make sure your hearts are brave? Too afraid to even speak, Billy and Sachi slowly entered the cave and descended down a wet slope into a large cavern lit by a single fire at its center. What is it that you seek? Crouching directly behind the fire was an enormous bullfrog, almost double the size of Billy. His eyes glowed softly in the near darkness of the cavern, and his head was covered with a strange cap made of fish scales and what looked like ice. Ancient and wise old frog, we ask your guidance. This is my friend, Sachi, and he's trying to get home to the to the... Rainforest. Rainforest? The old frog was silent for a long while. Then the ancient one spoke. Your request is a serious one. I doubt you are up to the task. Your journey will be fraught with perils. You will know not the difference between friend and foe. Wise old frog, I know what you say is true. But I will never find peace if I don't know what has happened to my family. Please help me. Bring me a fine piece of glass from the canal. Not clear like these pieces in my cap, but pink. Bring me this, and in return, I will give you a map. Of the way to the ocean. The ocean? Neither Billy nor Sachi had any idea what Old Frog meant. I haven't got a clue what the ocean is, but I know how to get to the canal. And there we will find the pink glass. Return with the glass in three days' time, and beware the clawed beast who hunts there by the canal. Two frogs left the cave and set off for Billy's home, just as the light was beginning to slip from the sky. The next morning, Billy and Sachi left their quiet cove on the southeast corner of the pond before the first bird began to sing. I've only been as far as the canal one time, Sachi. We have to move quickly, or it'll be dark by the time we get back. At the south end of the pond, there was a strange stone tower rising up out of the water. Sachi could feel his small body being pulled towards a metal grate covering an opening in the tower. Listen, Sachi. The water will take us through that grate. Beyond that point, it's gonna get faster. Just hold your breath till we come out on the other side, okay? What do you mean by faster? Sachi struggled to stay upright as the force of the pulling grew stronger and stronger the closer they got to the grate. His little green and blue body was made for hopping from leaf to leaf. 
not swimming in a deep, dark pond with a surging undertow. Okay, Sachi, here we go. Sachi watched as Billy slid through the metal grate and down into the darkness of the stone tower's interior. Following directly behind, Sachi barely had the chance to hold his breath before he found himself plunging face first down into the darkness. He landed with a thud and slid with increasing speed down a steeply sloped stone floor. In complete darkness, Sachi tumbled along the stone, half of the time underneath the rapidly moving water. Sachi's little lungs burned with the need to breathe. After what felt like forever, Sachi was finally spit out of a much smaller tunnel onto algae-covered concrete. Slowly, he opened his eyes and adjusted back to the brightness of the full sun. And there was Billy, crouching just ahead. Welcome to the canal, Sachi. Water flows from our pond down here into the canal. When it rains, the water level can get pretty high. But today being so clear, I don't expect any rain. Let's go find some pink glass. Billy bounded away in the large leaps of a bullfrog. Sachi followed in the half-crawl, half-walk, unique to red-eyed tree frogs. Billy kept getting ahead of Sachi, who would catch up only to find him staring at a piece of clear glass. Or green. Blue. They even found orange glass as they made their way along the canal. They saw many other strange things as well. Old tires, piles of cement, car parts, and everywhere they looked, plastic. Bags, gloves, containers, plastic. I've seen this stuff in the rainforest. It washes in along our river from time to time. Whatever it is, I don't like it. Smells funny, doesn't it? One of my buddies tried to eat a piece once and got really sick. Look, isn't that... Pink glass! A beautiful piece of rose-colored glass was lodged in a pile of sticks, leaves, and plastic bags along the edge of the canal just ahead. There's no way I can carry that, but I have an idea. Sachi pulled a strip of plastic bag from the pile of debris. Billy... Hold the glass underneath your body. Billy gripped the chunk of pink glass with his small front arms, and Sachi carefully wrapped the plastic strip around his body and then knotted it. Hmm. This should work, Sachi. Now I can carry the glass underneath with me as we go. Suddenly, a shadow blocked the light behind them. I'm Grace. Wanna play catch? The Clod Beast! An orange and white tabby cat had appeared silently out of nowhere and now crouched watching Billy and Sachi from above along the ridge of the canal. She was so big that Billy and Sachi were fully in her shadow. Her whiskers twitched, but the rest of her body was absolutely still. 
Don't move. She's the one old frog warned us about. We only have one chance. I will distract her and you go for the tunnel. But what about you? She would be confused if we go in two different directions. She might hesitate and it might give us time to reach the tunnel. Sachi, I don't think that's a good idea. Sachi jumped towards the cat without any warning. Hmm. What a brave little one. Let's play then. Sharp points extended out from the cat's paws. The tips were curved and looked razor sharp. Billy snapped out of his fear and watched as Sachi hopped sideways in one explosive push of his little legs. A blinding flash of blue followed Sachi as he flew across the cat's view. It was so unexpected that Grace jumped back, startled by the blue flash. Billy was already leaping towards the tunnel, covering much distance with each bullfrog bounce. Sachi, meanwhile, was hopping in lightning-fast short bursts higher up on the angled wall of the canal. The tabby cat froze. Her eyes darted back and forth between the two fleeing frogs. She watched them only a split second longer and then sprang into action. With one impossibly swift movement, the massive cat was in a full-speed gallop along the ridge of the canal, quickly closing the distance to Sachi. Sachi, the tunnel! Go, Billy! I'm right behind you! Billy leapt headlong into the dark tunnel and slid along the wet cement of the tunnel floor. He turned and looked back out of the tunnel opening. Framed by the circular end of the pipe, Sachi gave one final burst from his legs and exploded in a bright flash of blue and green off the side wall of the canal. He flew through the air towards the tunnel opening and landed just inside, sliding and crashing headfirst into Billy. The massive cat lowered her head down to the pipe's opening and stared menacingly at the two frogs crouching there in the darkness. Good game, my dears. Well played. Back to your dreadful pond then, I presume. For the birds, really. Do come and play again. Grace turned away from the pipe and sashayed up and out of the canal, her tail swishing and swashing the air behind her. Billy and Sachi stumbled away deeper into the tunnel, away from that terrible canal, with a piece of rose-colored glass and the deepest wish to be home in one piece. Billy and Sachi rested in their little cove for the whole next day. The irresistible smell of a lakeweed stew was the only thing that could wake the two frogs up, and after eating their bellies full, they went right back to sleep. By the time the sun was fully in view the next morning, Billy and Sachi stood before the entrance to Old Frog's cave. I sense that two frogs have returned. If they bring a gift, a gift they earn, do you have the pink glass? 
We have it, wise old frog. Then enter. Billy and Sachi approached Old Frog's fire and held their treasure up to the flames. The firelight danced merrily across the smooth glass and its rose glow revealed a wide-eyed Old Frog staring, transfixed. Please accept this as our gift, kind Old Frog. I accept your gift. Your map is there. A length of bamboo lay on the floor of the cavern at the fire's edge. Sachi crawled forward slowly and lifted the bamboo case. The map is inside. Open it and take a look before you leave. Sachi opened the lid of the bamboo case and out slid the map. He unrolled the algae parchment onto the floor and in the dim light of Old Frog's fire, looked for the first time at an incredibly intricate web of circles and lines drawn in black charcoal. A red circle marked the location of Billy's Pond. Lines spread out from three points, and one of the lines was yellow. Follow the yellow line. Do not stray from it. Take cover at night. Avoid humans. Your last stop is a great city on the ocean's edge. This is the furthest I have gone. From there, you must ride inside a great metal fish that will cross the ocean. You will know them by the terrible black smoke they breathe out and a great cry they shout without warning. May the spirits of your ancestors protect you. This concludes Sound Tales, The Journey Home, Part 2. Check out Part 1 if you missed it at the Sound Tales archives, wherever you listen to podcasts. Sound Tales is on Instagram and YouTube. Visit soundtalespodcast.com for information on social media and more. This is Sound Tales.